Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. And I ain't jump out of no airplanes. So <laughs> can, I, oh, can I just throw this in here? Can we jump out of a plane? Ooh, That's something you know. I want to do that. Well, ladies, I have brought you a little something from the House of Athlete Apparel line that I wanted to share with you, so I hope you really, really like it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I already you. know it's super cute because you're Thank so fashionable. You. Thank you. <laughs> but um, I know you all really, really wanted the tie-dye socks, so everybody has their own tie-dye socks. Yes. Yes. It's yes. like the a big seller. And look at the bag. Okay, bitch. I like this. I love how versatile it is, too. Well, the bag specifically, I like it because it's waterproof. So when you're sweating or whatever, you throw your clothes in there after a workout. Then you, you put can... a lot of thought into it. I this. did. So right. it's a tote, a shoulder strap, and like a shoulder bag. So. I see that. Thank you. And I'm going to look up. You know, I don't want to look up in here. Right. I want to know you guys. <laughs> okay, with the tie-dye socks. That's yes. So cute. Super like cute. Thank Love you. It. Thank you. So this has been my little baby since uh, pretty much the start of quarantine happened. Um, so it's my first. I actually went to school for fashion merchandising, one of, one of the things I went to school for. Um, but mm -hmm. I just started doing this recently, so it's my first venture Kudos out. Kudos to you for using Thank your you. degree, girl. Right. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Thanks. Thanks. Um, so I'm really proud of it, so I hope Good you guys job. like it. Thank, oh, you. Thank, you. Thank you. Was it stressful trying to figure out? You, you know, it was extremely stressful because it was during, it was during quarantine first, mm -hmm. and I'm a mother of three, so we were all trapped in the house, so I couldn't really do my meetings like I needed to. I couldn't really talk to the people or go get the fabrics or just all the errands that needed to be done on top of being like a mom and a wife. Right. And it's hard right. trying to <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so tough. It, it, there's such a, it's like a, I don't know, it's like a double edged sword, right? Because you're a mom and uh, you work outside the home. Or like for me, I was working outside the home and in the home. Yeah. Um, but I feel like for the guys, you're praised for your successes, whether or not you're in the home or not. Right. Yes. But as a woman, you can't neglect your home and still be successful. You right. have to be able to do both. Right. Um, so it was, it was tough just trying to figure out that dynamic because like my kids come first, I'm a stay at home mom, right. but I had to find time at like 10 o'clock at night. I would work out because it was after they went to sleep and then I would be responding to emails at 12 o'clock in the morning, Yeah, you know, but it's yeah. the same for you, like, yeah. you know, working and, you know, in real estate and everything. Like, how is that? How do you manage home? Oh. Girl, it's crazy. I mean, I feel like I'm constantly going. And sometimes, you know, when I look back at my day, I'm like, 
I did a lot today. Like <laughs> I really bounced all around, right. you know, took care of them, got food made, got dressed, got to school, got the baby, waited for my mom to come because my mom's been helping me since we've been, you know, in quarantine. Yeah. Um, wrote back the emails, scheduling the listings, you know, just trying to stay organized. And I got the old school planner. Look, I'm still doing the, the paper planner, writing it out. I'm a note because, taker too. Yeah, I can't even do the phone. Mm -hmm. I get overwhelmed just with the bing bings constantly. Like I have to really have my day planned out. And I feel like you have to be so organized to try to manage it all. And it's really like you feel like you're the point guard, you know, making sure that everything is in order. And you're right. I feel like we're expected to I think you be did able... really good at it, though. Like, it seems yeah. seamless to me. Right. Like, both of y'all, y'all killing it for real. So. The same good goes job. to you, champion. Right. Well, you just listen. won. What was well, the competition you. you just won? So, yeah, I do bodybuilding, which I don't know where that came from. <laughs> it was like, but I you're have... so good. Well, thank you. But I mean, sometimes I have a little mom guilt about even doing that, you know, because it you do kind of have to be selfish to to do stuff like that. I mean, bodybuilding ain't putting, you know, food on the table, you know, but it's something that I'm passionate about. And I'm just thankful that, you know, I have the support at home so that I can do stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I do have mom guilt because I don't have all the energy to go and run around with my kids after training and, yeah. you know, meal prepping and Eating everything healthy. that goes yeah everything that goes into it so um you know it's a struggle for me to just you know try to find things that you know make me feel whole as a woman you know and still do the things you know that I have to do at home like as a wife and a mom right. so um but I look up to you guys you know y'all are killing it and you know I'm trying to find that balance but um but yeah it's hard what is it work work life balance it's work wife balance right <laughs> work -wife yep. balance. and speaking i'm not i'm not a wife yet but speaking yes. of self, being selfish um i have a older kids so i have to speak with them and let them know hey this is what mommy is doing i don't want you guys I don't want to struggle like yeah. how my mom struggled. So yeah. I'm going to have to put in those hours. I sit them at the table and, and let them know this is what I have to do. And sometimes I take them with me to show how, how much hard work I have to put in yeah. so they can get what they want. And we can go on those nice trips. So yeah. That's good, sometimes yeah. you do have to be selfish. I think that, that helps even with parenting. Yeah. Like what is the vision? What are we trying to accomplish as a unit? You know, like yeah. I want you to, to also want more too. Because for me, I feel like what what's the point if you're going to get as far as I did? I want you to get further. Yeah, like right. I want you to see what I'm doing and take it to a whole nother level. Yeah. So I think it's cool to bring them in and let them see it. You have to. You and, definitely and have it's to. a grind. And sometimes I feel like they hear us talking about it, especially with real estate. Exactly. Because that's, we, that's what we do, right? <laughs> and it's like they hear us talking about it, showing the houses and, you know, um, and it seems like all glamorous, but no, there's so much that goes behind it. Sometimes right. I'm helping a client for months. And yeah. sometimes you don't get paid. And sometimes <laughs> you don't get paid. Okay, so yeah. you do real estate too. Yes, I'm a okay. real estate broker, so okay. I own a real estate company now. Okay, nice. And so. Both of you guys were in the military, correct? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, I okay. I didn't know you were in the military. Okay, yeah, okay, so yeah. both of you guys served okay. in, the, in the military. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, it's so, like, they're... Actually, there's a lot of synergy here. There's like two real estate and then you guys in the military. And like, what was your background, Asia? 
Television production. Television production. Yeah. I, see, I like to be back there with them. Like, yes, I like yeah. to be back there. See, I'm here now, but I like to be back there with y'all. But I don't think I've ever had. We this all got layers, girl. Let's <laughs> go. Like, what are the hats okay. that we wear? So yeah, I have a degree that I don't use in animal <laughs> science. Um, I wanted to be a veterinarian, and then I met this guy, and I didn't go back to school. Okay. But I do have a degree in animal <laughs> science. <laughs> um, oh, but cool. yeah. But I had to go serve my time in the army. They wasn't playing. They didn't care about Phil. They were like, um, "No, but you got to come do your time." Because I got an ROTC scholarship, uh-huh. so I did eight years in the army. Eight years okay. in the army. Jeez. Yeah. Well, thank you. Right. For that. Thank like, you that's, for your I mean, that's so right. boss. It doesn't. I mean, it. Like, I'm. I'm a tomboy or whatever. Yeah. But like, it doesn't get more boss than that to right. be like, I served in the military. Okay, yeah, I didn't. And they say ugly <laughs> women know? are in the military. We no, um, this one, like, this we one. Serve. Yes. <laughs> What branch were you? Army. Okay. okay. So I did 13 years. I medically retired. um, Two deployments to Afghanistan. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Wow. So I'm obviously in the presence of Wonder Women. 13 years and two tours in Afghanistan. What in the world is that like? Like what? I can't even imagine. Right. So a lot of people don't know. I had had a track scholarship. I lost my track scholarship. I got pregnant my 12th grade year. And I wanted a better life for my daughter. So... It's crazy. I did a walk-on for basketball. I was partying too much. I was like, I don't want to live this lifestyle. So I ended up going to a recruiter, and I was like, I want to join the military. I didn't tell my mom. I didn't tell anybody. Wow. I told my grandmother, I said, I'm going to give you temporary custody. Watch my, don't tell anybody. Watch my daughter until you know I get to my first duty station. So um, the day I was supposed to leave to go to MEPS, I went to the my mom's job, she was a nurse at the time, and I told her, I said, I'm leaving. Can you clear out my apartment? Same day. She wow. cried, boo-hoo cried, because if I would have told her before, yeah. she would have talked me out of it. So I dropped my daughter off at my grandmother's house, packed all her stuff, set up a little allotment, basically paying her, what, $600 a month at the time, and went through basic AIT. And I was like, I want to get promoted fast. I want to be what they are. I want to wear the maroon beret. How do I, how do I move up fast? And at the time, my um, sergeant at the time, he was like, go airborne. Mm -hmm. I was very athletic. So I was like, okay, sign me up. Didn't know what the hell I was signing up for. (laughs) (laughs) But I wanted, it's, it's definitely majority male. Yeah. Um, So, but I wanted to stand out. So I went to airborne school. Completed my five jumps, and they sent me to Fort Bragg, North Carolina, 82nd Airborne Division. Okay, so what does that mean? Because I don't know. <laughs> it means you basically, uh, you're a paratrooper. You jump out of airplanes. So That's they, what you do all day? Oh, my goodness. So, no, that's <laughs> they, they pay you $150 extra. Uh-huh. I was HR in the military. They pay you $150 extra. I was HR extra. too, girl. Hey, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So basically, um, jump out every six weeks. Yeah. And that was just part extra, one of our extra uh, additional identifiers. But my main job in the military was sitting behind a desk. And I was an administrative assistant for a general. And I ain't jump out of no airplanes. Can I I just throw this in here? Can we jump out of a plane? That's something that I want to do. I want to do that. I'm going to take the video. I'm going to meet you at the bottom. Can you take the video of us on the ground when we land? Yeah. I'll be there. Okay, well, you and I can get together and we can do it. Yeah, yeah, y'all do that. Y'all do that. We'll be there for you. Yeah. It's fine. I want to know what was your most, or, and, Ashley, too. Like, what experience in in the military and the army really just stands out in your mind? Like- I would say, honestly, 
Uh, so I went to a HBCU. I went to Tuskegee University. So I'm used to being around us. Yeah. So your junior year, after your junior year, you go to camp. Um, and they send you to Fort Lewis. You go to, basically, it's like the basic training, but for officers. So you go there for a month. And they take your phone. Um, like, you basically have... Stripped. Yeah. You don't talk to anybody at home or anything like that. You don't have no TV, nothing. No makeup. Nothing. They take everything. Yeah. And they basically, the point of it is to just you know, see how you lead because they're training you to become an officer. So they want to, you know, they sleep deprive you and then they throw you out there and see what you do. So you need to know at any moment how many, you know, boots on the ground are there, who's in the infirmary. You know, you just have to know these numbers like wow. this, you know, at any moment. Um, and me coming from an HBCU, now I'm here with all these other cadets, you know, I'm the minority, yeah. So not I'm not only the minority, the... but a female. Exactly. So now um, I'm sitting there and I'm getting, you know, these questions like, oh, why do black people like red lobster? Like really just crazy like questions. And like, I didn't know black people could tan and like all these crazy questions from like my fellow cadets, you know. And it was just very just like, whoa, because, you know, I went to high school, I would say, you know, a, a black high school, you know, then going to HBCU. So just being around all these white people and they're asking me these dumbass questions and I'm just like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And these are supposed to be leading the country. You know, if I go to work, these are supposed to be they're the people. To have your back. Exactly. Right? Wow. But you'll oh be surprised. Goodness. It's a lot of racism in the military. A lot of racism. Lot of I racism. wouldn't be surprised and because there's a lot of racism in our neighborhood. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I can only imagine the type of mentality. I mean, like, I'm in, real big into psychology, so I can only imagine the psychology of the people who join the military um, and and then, you know, good old boy type mentality and serving my system. country. And all I can only imagine what it was like for you guys as yes. minority women. It yes. was and and, they, and, and, and having a cute I didn't mean to cut no, you off no, having no, a fine. cute face too. Um for yeah. years yeah. I was I, I got promoted fast. I made seven E seven in seven years. So. I'm sorry. Okay. That just brought something up. So we expect to get it from, you know, a hard time from, you know, men and you from know women. Oh. Yes. Minority women. Yes. 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 The minority, the it, other black it was, women. It was worse. It, I had another female who came from another duty station and basically she Make, tried to make my life live in hell. I was a single mother at the time, and yes, it was always... I experienced that. I didn't even answer to her, and it was always something. My PMS oh. took my scholarship my, la my senior year, my last semester of my senior year. She took my scholarship for no reason, and it, it got so bad. She was trying the whole time like to find a reason to kick me out of the program, and if you get kick, kicked out of ROTC, they put you in the Army as a private, and and you have to pay back all your tuition. So she was really trying to put me in a bad position. So she made up some. Woman? She was a black woman, and she fact. made up some vague ass reason as to why she was taking my scholarship. And so she thought that ruined me, but she didn't know that I had a boyfriend that played in the NFL and he had um, a blank check ready. <laughs> so I was in the classroom like, hey. I'm here, ready Good for, for class. Um, but it's, yeah, I it's got. Bad. Yeah, it's, it's bad, and it's it's like you're trying to compete for the next. But why? So right. you have to. It's like you have to teach them. So I was once I became a, a senior non commission officer. I took the, took 
minority women up under my wing. Yeah. This is how you lead. Because it's, yeah. it's basically, if you don't break the cycle, it's yeah. going to continue on and on and on. This is how I was raised. This is how Why I was Why do you think up. that is? Why do you think it's like that? It, it has to do with that person. Low confidence, low self-esteem, something or... But it's a common, it's common. It's you com- it's, yes, like, it's common, but it's not only, but it's common, not only in, the military. in the military. Right, It's, it's common every, so in every what day. What do you think that is, though? And it's because... Us women, like a lot of us minority women, we don't like to compliment. You they have don't to, you have like to, break to it. lift somebody else and up. You, have you know, to. it's like fix, fix, fix my crown. Right. Yeah. Don't knock it off my head. Right. Fix right. my crown. Even on social media, you see, it's always us bashing the next one. When Chad posts a picture of me or if I get on the shade room somewhere, something always. like just be, just focus on yourself. Right. Uplift the next one. And you can, like my daughter, I teach her now because you have to teach them at a young age if yeah. you don't. Don't don't go into the gossip. Don't talk about the next. No. One of the things I think was awesome about being in the military was being in charge of a large number of people yeah. that were white, mm-hmm. that were older, mm-hmm. that were men, mm-hmm. and they had to listen to what I said. It, it made me a leader, and now I feel like I can go and do in anything. Any and, yeah, and lead. That's yeah. the same so, with me. Yeah. Being in the 82nd, I had six male soldiers, and I was the only female. And then and they were young privates. They listened to everything. I was good in PT. I set the example and they followed. So they respected me. That was like that's like a dream come true to me. Like my my goal, my ultimate goal, like my dream was to be a forensic psychologist in the FBI. Oh yeah. So like my background is in forensic psychology. That's what I went to school for. And I worked in the field fresh out of college, but like, I, I like that rawness. I like, yeah. you know, kind of like the uh, of it all. Like, I don't want to be the person behind a desk somewhere, you know. that To me, like, kudos to you two, hands down. Yeah. Maybe one day I'll get to the FBI. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I'm maxing yeah, out right. on my age, though. Right. Listen, we need to go to the gun range because I haven't been since we went That's a right. long time ago. I take all my agents. We um, we'll go to the gun range on Monday. So oh, I used right. to go every Friday. Yeah, girls. I, oh, I used fine. to go in well in college. I used to go every Friday. It was yeah. my my gun range, my date night. Well, we gotta plan a day then. <laughs> we right. need to. That would be fun. Right. And especially that. for us being women in real estate, it's true. It's, it's true. Just, I have why? my mace, but that might not be no, enough. No, you need. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know, yeah. I got my real estate license too, so I'm yeah, trying okay. to like learn from Asia, and really? yeah, she's taking me under her wings. I've known you guys for years, and I've never known this. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like we're too it. modest. Sometimes, you know, like it's hard to share. You got to brag about what you got, girl. I know. It's true. That's why I was so proud of Kamala Harris when she got into office, because, you know, that is us not only lifting up, you know, the people from that are behind us and the people who are younger than us and like look up to us or her. It's also us edifying her. And not only is she educated and beautiful, but, you know, she stands for something and she has... um, you know, goals and ambitions and drive and all of that, that we, you know, have all of us aspire to be, you know, and I think she is a perfect, I mean, the first one was Michelle Obama, right? Right. I mean, that was like our first, like, oh my gosh, we can do this, you know? And then now there's, you know, our VP and it just goes to show like we have a long way to go when it comes to lifting up other women and other women of color. And I mean, I spoke about it on another podcast we did way back when we were talking about, you know, Black Lives Matter and some of the other things and the reasons why sometimes it's so hard to like lift up another black person or another minority person. It's like, you're always trying to be better than, 
you always like it's always like this constant competition. Like I have to prove myself. I have to prove myself. I have to prove that I'm better than you. I have to prove that you're not worthy, but I am. And it's like this constant struggle to get to the top. And don't matter who you crush, you just step on other people, step on them. And I think this is just such a pivotal point in black, female, minority. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Erica, like it's pivotal. I agree. And if you think about it, it was also designed that way. Yeah. You know, when you go back in history Slavery. and see how they compared us to each other and how light was better and yeah. and dark was looked upon with such a negative lens. And that plays itself out. We never got repair. You know, we never got the, the re- rehab that our community needed mm-hmm. to be whole again. They still owe us that. Let's yeah. be clear about that. Yeah. And I think that what I what I love about Kamala is even in her acceptance speech, she added that there. Like, yes. you know, I'm about to go and I won't be the last. You know, yes. she made it so clear. Yes, she did. Like, I won't be the last. And I love when that she said that. It, it did. <laughs> it really did. I had did. a moment. It's because I think about my daughter. Yeah. yeah. I think about my daughter, you know, yeah. and like what that does for her. You know, I think about my mom and like what she had to experience, you know, being a beautiful, educated black woman. My mom is, has a PhD, you know, and then I think about, you know, some of the stuff that I've been through. And then when she said that, it's like my this is this is my daughter. Like, this is who my daughter can look up to. But do you think that this generation really realizes how like 
awesome it is that you know this is happening like this we're making history like this is history and sometimes I kind of feel like they don't really get it you know what I mean yeah. and so I and it, it's yeah. up to us to put it in their head right. to right. teach them yeah because it that's the only way the is. significance yeah. right yeah. The significance of it. Yeah. yeah. Listen, now I feel like Channing would be the best first, second husband. <laughs> he's like, retire me. You know, now he's seeing these commission yeah. checks. He's like, oh, retire me. You know, go ahead and put that in the um in the baby's college fund. But no, I, I love it. You know, um, I'm a graduate of Howard University. So for me, it's like, you know, I used to say the illustrious Howard University. Now uh -huh. I'm like the vice presidential Howard oh University. <laughs> you know, um, but it's such a good feeling to, to see her there. You know, yeah. I feel like um, me and my kids watched it, me and my daughter watched. And just that, I don't know, it, it feels just bigger than me, bigger than us. You know, yeah. watching her up there just almost feels like heavenly. It, it's weird. It's weird. Or maybe it's not weird, but... It's just a different feeling because you just didn't know if it could even ever be possible. Right. Yeah. And to see it do happen. You, do you feel like because so many people hated Trump, it was like the, the necessary evil. He was the necessary evil. Um, and everybody just wanted him out of office was the reason why she became vice president. I don't think it was the reason why. It played a big part. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it played a big part. But, you know... Set all that aside, she's a strong candidate. When she, when she was up there in the primary, she held her own. Yes, and I feel did. like when you think about like who can battle Trump, who can go toe for toe, I feel like she rep represented herself yeah. she, so well. She so did. Well. She's, but some people don't like her because she was a prosecutor, but they don't know that was her job. Yeah. Right. She, some blacks do not like, oh, she, she, she put everybody put everyone, in jail for But yeah. that was her job to be a prosecutor. So mm -hmm. you can't say, oh, she tried. That was her job. Yeah. I mean, right. you can't. But, you can't blame Lady for doing her job. Exactly. But there's so many other wonderful things that she did. So, you know, I would encourage anyone that feels that way to, to do their research because Facts, sometimes yeah. you see, you know, one thing about someone that would make a headline and now everything is clickbait. So it's like, oh, you know, she was putting black men in jail. You click, and I want to click on that. And, and they amplify that, right. especially the radical right. right. That's what I like to call it. <laughs> the radical right because they, they just out of this world. But, you know, they amplify that, but not all the good things she did, you know, um, and, and she did a lot of good things. And now I feel like she's going to take us to the, another level. So I'm very excited for I know. Well, I'm yes, going to get I you guys. <laughs> so, I'll get, so we have um, uh, I'm Speaking shirts for the I Am Woman podcast, which is today's um, episode. And that, as you know, is Kamala's quote. Um, so that's available online. So I'm going to get you guys all okay. that so we can have our I Am Woman, I Am Speaking Okay. So here, here is a question. How is it living in the shadow of your significant other? Because, I mean, we were all girlfriends once. We were all fiancés at one point in time. Like, it, you know, it's just a progression. So what, is, what does that look like for you? Even though I didn't go to vet school, I don't feel like, like I chose that. Like, that's what I wanted. And I don't ever feel like I, you know, and was living in his shadow or like that I had to take a you back You never feel seat. that way or he never made you feel that way? I never felt that way. Yeah. Um, I never felt that way. I mean, I chose to... I, I was ready to get the hell up out of Tuskegee. I went to Tuskegee University. <laughs> it's in Alabama, in the middle of nowhere. And I was living my best life at the time. He was playing for um, the Colts. Mm -hmm. And I was like, eh, no, I'm going to go over here to my man games and cheer for him. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, and I was still doing my own thing. Like, I, I started modeling. Um, I got signed to four models. So I was in New York. I was in Chicago. I was in L.A. I was... Mm-hmm like flying all around and then, you know, being able to go to his games and be there for him. So in my head, I was living like the good yeah, life. So yeah. I never really felt like I was, you know, you know, putting my dreams aside to like be his support. I feel like he always supported me, you know, whenever, you know, he had the time he would fly with me to go to New York or wherever. Um, and yeah, so I, I hear a lot of other women say that they feel that way um and i just i won't say that i couldn't relate but i felt like um and i don't know if he was doing something that you know to help me not feel that way i don't know it's just something i never felt in in my experience of being an athlete's wife and girlfriend Mm -hmm. um i think he supported me but i also just kind of always did with I want to do. Yeah. Right. You know? So, he's very supportive, though. I feel yeah. like anything yeah. you do, he yeah. ready to drop you off. Yeah. He's like, you yeah. want to be a bodybuilder? All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want to you get your real estate license? Okay. You know, like, what you want to do now? You know, yeah. he's kind of just like, all right, well, good luck. Have fun. You know, yeah, do right. your thing. You know well, what I mean? Because really so. you mentioned, like, it's really, it's really easy to kind of, not easy, but it's easier to kind of manage that work-life balance when you have the support of Absolutely. your of significant course. other at home. Yeah. Um, and they like either pick up the pieces or are picking up the slack or whatever yeah. the situation is and, and enabling you to kind of like go out and be your best self. Right. What about you, Asia? Did you have any uh, well, like you, Channing's super supportive of your real. I mean, he talks about it on the show all the time about how proud he is of aw. you and what you know. And you know, he's like, "You're a boss," you know, and he's proud of that. And so, like, no, we he's had, always no, been supportive. We had a long time coming with that okay. too, though, because when we met, I was working. You know, mm-hmm. when we met, I was working at the radio mm-hmm. station, so I was already doing that. And I think where the disconnect happened was once we start, once we got married and start having kids. Yeah. Now it's like. No, I want you to be at he home. He wanted you to stay at home. Yeah, I want you to stop doing that and, and be at home. And so I felt like, well, you know, I want to be with the baby. So I, I kind of went along with it because uh-huh. I, I understood where he was coming from. I'm a first time mother, you know, so I'm like, all right, let me do that. But it, it came a point like a crossroads that we were at that I was like, OK, well, now I'm ready to go back, you know. And was it after retirement that the crossroads or was it? It was. Okay. It, it was. I feel like we were kind of having a tough time during that time because he was going through a change mm-hmm. with retiring and his uh, routine was changing. And now here I am on baby number two. And, and they were so close. Yeah. It's like, all right, well, now she's she's two. I feel like. You know, I'm ready to. I've been home for yeah. three That's and a half years. That's the golden now. year. It's yeah. a two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm ready to slowly like get back into it. Mm-hmm. And um, what does that look like? You know, how long will you be gone? You know, so now I'm dealing. With, okay, well, I gotta hurry up and get back home. So we had a little like, you know, I need you to let me breathe a little bit. You know, yeah. let me figure this thing out because now I'm starting a whole new career, and it's. It's a lot of work, especially when you're trying to get off the ground in real estate. You know, yeah. networking is important. Word of mouth is important. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to try to get some clients into my funnel. How am I going to do that? Mm-hmm. You know, I have to now start rebranding myself. You know, I was talking to Channing off camera and I was like, I was like, I feel like, you know, I 
need to do stuff for myself and I'm not communicating properly or whatever. And like Brandon threw a whole fit. And he was like, well, I threw a fit the other day because Asia was gone for like th- two days and I didn't know where she was. She had an appointment after appointment after appointment. And I'm like, where is my wife? He was like, we don't know how to act. We don't know how to act. We yeah. do not know how to act once you guys start going off and doing your own thing and like kind of not pushing back, but like doing your own thing and distancing a little bit. Right. It's like, he was like, I just didn't know, I didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. I mean, and then here, I, when I come back, the house is in disarray, you know? Oh, like, everything. <laughs> the dishes piling up, the baby got There's the same toys diaper everywhere. on. Yeah, when I left. <laughs> I remember like, one time Brandon forgot to feed our child. Our twins. I was like, like a, the one time, the one time I, I made it out of the house in two years and I was like going or no, it was like the first six months. I was going to work out and I literally was coming back within 45 minutes. It was like around the corner and I came back and I was like, did you, did, did you give them their bottle? And he was like, I forgot. <laughs> he was like, well, they didn't tell me. And they're six months old. Like, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is like, everything just goes to shambles. Right. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they survived. So, oh, baby, when I got back, the house looked a hot mess. And I was like, all right, well, let me just, you know, so then you put that hat on, you know, and I got emails to send. So I just, you know, write that down in my agenda book and let me hurry up, get the house together and let me work back to that. But, you know, I think your original question was talking about the shadow. Yeah. You know, Um, I feel like personally, like I'm an introvert, so Mm -hmm. I don't mind being in the shadow. You know, like I I like him to shine. I feel like he's my little social butterfly. (laughs) You know, he likes to chat. He's a little bag of chat. All he want to do is talk. And, you know, I I like let him do that. I'm okay with that part of it. You know, I never felt like uh, threatened by that. I'm cool. You know, whatever you want to do with that. But I feel like when it came time for me to do what, you know, I was passionate about, to have those conversations and kind of have pull back on that it's like well I'm always letting you do you yeah you know honey like let me now do let me. me do me like give me a little so it, it took a little bit but he you know he's um he's a little hard-headed but at the end of the day I think he, Just he wants snitch. to yeah, yeah I think he always wants to make sure I'm happy so it, it worked out um <laughs> I mean it's it's fresh so but I feel like being with him has added on you know it, it, it has brought me up more. Uh, my business, uh, more exposure. I get a lot of, I see a lot of on the blogs or whatever, oh, she's, you know, she's a gold digger or she's just there for the bag. But little do they know, I had my bag before I met him. I go. built my own. Speak on it. I mean, after I served my 13 years, I opened up my own real estate company, and it's very successful. I'm about to open up another brokerage down in Miami. I'm going to try to recruit y'all. So it's just, it's adding on, and it kills me. Women say, you know, Oh, she's there for, but she's mm-hmm. there for the money or whatever. But that's very attractive. What woman don't want a man that has has it going? Something on? going for themselves, right? You don't want to go with somebody broke. Yeah. I mean, it's attractive to be yeah. with a king that has something going for themselves. So. Yeah, right. Especially when you have your own. Exactly. Right. You know, I do feel like you're. It's always a question of you know what are you there for? Is that the only reason? Right. And like. No, because I love him. I love him down to his draws. I love everything about him. You right. know, like, it's just like, that's that's my baby. Like, no, it's it's beyond that, yeah. you know? And I think that um, once they see that, then that's different. But, you know, maybe sometimes people that don't know you, you know, kind of right. feel like they can go there with it. 
well, they I mean, judge me like, when they see us from the outside, you know? Yeah, I think, I, I mean, yeah. it's all very pretty. You guys are all drop-dead yeah, gorgeous. That has a lot to do with it, too. Yeah. I feel like if we look like, you know, some little away, <laughs> they wouldn't, you know, care. But I yeah. think because we do, you know, look the way we do, that they are extra, you know, like, you know. Wondering uh, why mm-hmm. or how. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get it. I think in the beginning, regardless, yeah. just because it's a man of value. Any, yeah. I, I, would, I would go as far as to say any man of value, not just NFL. I would right. say that that would go to a doctor or a, or a high-profile lawyer, any man of know. any... I don't know. I feel like the athletes get it. Oh, no. Yeah. They get yeah. it. No, no, no. It's, it's all relative. Though. Okay. But I'm saying it, I don't think that the woman is able to skirt over the fact of somebody looking at them and be like, oh, you're just in it for the money. Right. Facts. Because you have a lot of money because you're a high-profile lawyer or high-profile yes. pro- high I mean, but money do play a role in it. You don't want to get with anybody that's broke. You want to get with somebody that's on a level or the same level as you or higher because yeah. they elevate you. Well, I will say this, though, um, which I guess takes me out of that, but nobody would know. I met Brandon in college, so he didn't have any money. Right. And even if he, even if I knew, which I didn't at the time, even if I knew if he was going to the NFL, that still is a whole lot of time. Exactly. To like you don't know. Yeah. Decide or choose elsewhere. So if you don't truly have good intentions, if you don't really love the person or like the person that you're dating, um, I think it's going to show up a lot sooner than marriage. <laughs> you know, like it's taken. I don't know, how how did you guys all meet? Here. Yeah, in the club. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was in the club. Like, I hate my story. I'm like, oh my God. Where, where were y'all? What? In Atlanta at Club Dreams. Oh. And I was a bottle girl. And yeah, he kept trying. I gave him a fake number. He sent over his wingman. He had a good wingman, though, I will say that. His wingman, his best friend. He did good because he was like, he's a good guy. You should really give him your number. I didn't give him my number. I gave him a wrong number. And then he came back to the club, like, the next weekend. And I wasn't working, so I was a little bit nicer. I had had a couple drinks, <laughs> so I was a little more friendly. And then I gave him my number. And then we were inseparable after that. Yeah. How long have yeah. you guys been together? Um, like 11 years. 11 years. Yeah. Been married for 11 years? No. Together 11, married three. What about you, Asia? Oh, my goodness. We met my first job out of college, out of Howard. And uh, one of my coworkers invited me to like a movie premiere, like a VIP movie premiere. And I came straight from work to the movie premiere. And I was late. And I remember, you know, like Kelly Rowland was there. I was like, oh my God, Kelly Rowland's here. <laughs> it was just star studded, uh, all the video vixens, they were saying all the women's names. And I was just, you know, coming to see the movie, coming, my coworker invited <laughs> me, so, you know. Right. Yeah. And, and so little do I know, she was actually hooking up with his teammate at the time. Okay. So when I got there late, she had given up my seat to his teammate. So I had nowhere to sit. So I'm like, oh, really? Like, that's what you did? Y'all still friends? Yeah, we are. Because <laughs> it all worked out. In it worked out. It worked out. Okay, you got a husband out of it. Right, right. But so Channing was there. And I re- honestly wasn't even sure if he like even liked me at first. How he approached me, he was so strong. It was just like, <laughs> are you teasing me? Or you like me? Or... 
Okay. Like, I can totally see that from Channing, yeah, too. Yeah, I can right, see that. What's happening yeah. here? So he was like, where you going? What you doing? What, you know, where you sitting? You know, and I'm like, oh, no, I'm with Mira. You know, here, I'm going over here. And uh, and so the movie's starting, and he's like, you know, you don't want to come sit with me? You don't have no seat. You want to come sit next to me? And I was like, nah, you know. I watched the movie. The movie went. And... Um, after the movie, he's like, where are you going? What you doing? And I'm like, okay. And I kind of said, I was so nervous. You know, I, looking back, I feel like I felt kind of insecure. You know, I, I had spent the whole day working and all these like beautiful women were there. I'm like, what does he want to do with me? You know, I didn't have my contacts in. I had my glasses on. I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was looking real. You like, see. I, I just didn't get it. But um, Inner beauty. Right, I guess. He, he saw something. But so we went to, uh, he invited me to Lucky Strike afterwards, me and, and another co-worker, because my other one left with, with her little friend. And so um, so we went to Lucky Strike, and he literally, like, talked my ear off for, like, two hours. I can see Chandon doing yes. that. Yes. I think he, he did. does that. <laughs> he still does that. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And I left feeling like he's sweet, right? And he was talking about like his nieces and nephews, which I'm like, okay, you're talking about your little kids in your family, like that's cute. And he was a gentleman. He opened the door, like he walked me back to my car, and he called me like ASAP the next morning. Like he asked me where I was working, and I told him. And 9 a.m. He sent a text like, "What are you doing Aww. for the week?" Aww. So sweet. <laughs> oh, he really does like. <laughs> that's really cute. And how long have you guys been together? How long have you been um, married? We'll be married. 10 years this year is mm-hmm. year 10. Oh, yay. I know. So I'm like, what are we going to do? Congratulations. What y'all, uh-huh. what y'all going to do? I don't it's know. Party. He wants to do something. Look, I was like, let's just keep it, you know, cute and quiet. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, we should no, do something. That's a celebration, girl. It is. And oh, my goodness. Mine's is totally different from y'all. <laughs> I feel like I'm aggressive. <laughs> oh, no. To y'all stories. So I slid in his DM. We used to tell the joke was we met off Christian Mingle, but I actually slid in his DM with the little snowflake. Oh. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was walking across the field, and I, I was always he was always a crush of mine, like uh-huh. for years. Sexy, tall, chocolate, that thing. No, he found. <laughs> you know what you want. Go ahead. Yes. So, um, but we would run into each other during track meets, and I would see him. I didn't say anything, but um, I slid into his DM, and he responded like two seconds later. And we exchanged numbers. He FaceTimed me right away, and then we just started talking. Oh, wow. Aww. Okay, worked that out. That was a couple of years ago. Okay. We were friends, and then um, I stopped talking to him. And then we rekindled last year. Okay. Okay. Oh. Well, that's the new dating now. Like, right. you have to slide into DMs. Cause yeah, you have to be a servant. You have to right go now. after what you want. How, how else you going to um, meet now? I can't Because we imagine. in a whole pandemic. You can do it. So if you were single and you and, you and Brandon... You wouldn't slide. No, no, I don't have the patience or the. To- I just, I just don't have it. I don't. I don't know if I could. I probably just be single. Like, I don't be- think I could do it. Is it because of rejection? Not saying that you would get it rejected, but a no. lot of women say I can't do it because I'm afraid of being rejected. But no, I just, I'm not even on social media like okay, that. Like I, I can't even deal with myself on there, much less <laughs> a whole nother person. Like I don't think I could do it. And then to see people's stories and posts and shenanigans, like I, I just, mm-mm. it's yeah. too much for me. I think it's cool though, you know, as a woman to approach a man, like, yeah, yeah. I, I feel that's like really I've never cool. had I've never done the that. bravery. <laughs> I've never been <laughs> courageous enough to uh-uh. do it. But 
I, I can see how it would be like a cool thing to do. Well, let know? Bill tell it. He said I chose him the second time because I went up to him when I saw him in the club the second time. Okay. To say hi. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he was like, yeah, no, you, yeah, no. you was choosing. And I'm like, right. no, I wasn't. I remembered you and I was, you know, feeling cute and friendly. So I said, hey, <laughs> you still chose first. And look Whatever. at y'all. Almost, what, 11 years? That's good. Did you pressure marriage on him? Like, did you want it? Most people want, okay, after two years, what a ring get? Yeah. Um, so initially, no, I didn't. But once I had a kid, I did. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that came from, I come from um, a household with my parents. They're still together. They've been married for 30-something years. So that's just all I knew. And so, and I knew that marriage is something that I wanted. Um, and I know that he doesn't come from, you know, a household with both his parents. So I don't think it was as important to him. And so, yeah, I definitely let him know that, look, I'm trying to be married, yeah. especially now that I have a kid. And this is how I want to bring up my child, yeah. our child. You know what I mean? So um, I don't I wouldn't say pressure, but I definitely was like, I'm like, what are we doing? Like, if we not moving towards marriage, then what are we doing? I gave Brandon an ultimatum. Yeah. Because I had a job and which was part, it was a start to my career at the time. I was working in mental health and I had been promoted a couple times and we were dating and he was playing in Denver and he wanted me to move out there. And I was like, okay, I will take a leave of absence from work for a set period of time. But when that's over, I'm going back home unless there's a commitment. I'm not moving in anywhere with you. Um, and so that kind of was like, it's, it's one or the other. Either you are committed and then I can make the decision to move with you. Like, you're not going to get the cow before you, what's it called? What's the saying? Buy <laughs> like, the milk before the cow? Well, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, like we, know what we ain't about. doing that. Have your cake and eat it too. Right. <laughs> I don't so, think it's pressure. It's like, you know what you want. This is, the, yeah. this is not just your life. This is our life. Well, I wasn't about to stop yeah, my, what I was on. doing for nothing. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I had dreams that I was going to do. And then it eventually, <laughs> eventually, you know, because of the career, because of his career, I took a back seat to some of the things that I wanted to do um, because it just didn't make sense, you know, for me. It didn't make sense for us. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I applied a little light pressure, a little in the windows, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> little, hey, why don't... <laughs> Tanner was ready to put a ring on a girl at the moment he saw right, you. Right. <laughs> Day one, huh? But right. I remember, um, like, we were spending a lot of time together, and at the time, I was living with my grandparents. So I was living with my grandparents in Opelika, and he would come pick me up, and sometimes, like, I would drive out to Davey, because he had already owned his home when we met, you know, he was already in the league when we met. And so, um, you know, I'm taking these long weekends and I'm living with my 89-year-old grandmother and my 91-year-old grandfather, kind of taking care of them because they were couldn't drive anymore. Mm -hmm. And my grandmother was like, you know, you're gone all, all the time. And I was like, I know, you know, I, I'd like to be with them. I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I didn't want to ask her if I could stay with him because mm -hmm. I felt like, you know, she would say no. And she was like, girl, you better go up there with your man. Don't let nobody else get CC. You better go up there with CC. <laughs> Look, she was like, go. She was like, go. So 
once I got her blessing, we were living together maybe around six months. We were dating. Oh, wow. After a month of dating, he asked me to be his girlfriend. So y'all were shacking. We were shacking. We yeah. were shacking. And I really didn't have a problem with it. I think at I think my mom was kind of concerned. Like, you know, this is your first time living with a man. You know, yeah. are you sure you want to take this step? You think my dad found out we were shacking up. <laughs> oh. That was that was a whole thing. But my, in my thing house. was if my grandparents were okay with it and they're from a whole yeah. different generation. Right. Because they loved him. I mean, yeah. they met him. It, it was a whole strange thing how they met. Because I had introduced them to somebody that I was dating in college, and it went terribly wrong. They didn't like him. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to do this again. If I introduce them to somebody, like, it has to be, like, the one. Mm -hmm. And um, I was just kind of putting off him meeting them. And one day I came home from work, and he his car was there. Mm -hmm. He had introduced himself. He had went into the house. Oh, wow. And chatted with them. When I walked in, they were all <laughs> smiles. You know, I met your Cece. You know, like, she oh, just... Oh, that's cute. My grandmother was so excited. She loved him. So from that point on, like, whatever he wanted, it's yeah. like, you, you want to go up there and live with him? Go ahead and live with him. And once they said that, I was like, all right, well, we're, we're you got the now. blessing, yeah, right? Yeah, we're together now, so... We have uh, our chef coming in, and I know this is a, a table of My all females, part. so yes. as we're talking <laughs> about um, women being in charge and everything, we have our chef delivering us some delicious food for the podcast today. So what do we have here? So what it is, is going to be a seafood boil. It's going to have new potatoes in it, green beans, uh, baby corn, and also garlic bread as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so, so much. Good. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Appreciate that. So, Chef, let me ask you a question. Yes, ma'am. How do you feel about Kamala Harris being elected VP? I think it's a great thing. I think it's a great inspiration for women all over, especially women of color, especially through all the struggles and all the things that's just coming to light recently with a lot of the issues that women is dealing with. I think she gives a lot of inspiration to those that's coming up along. Okay. What do you think yes. it does for the men who view her? For the men who view her, I think it gives us a different perspective as well. Um, a lot of time women are shown in the role of serving when she's in a role of leadership and women can be strong leaders. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Get it together. <laughs> well, thank you so much. All right. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so hungry. I thought we had a So hungry. Yeah. Okay. So ladies, let's toast to our first I Am Woman podcast and our vice president of the United States, Kamala Harris. Top tier. Yeah. <laughs> I swear the line was around the corner when she walked right in. High heels, short dress, he should have known right there. He walked over like, you the shorty, I should be rocking. She told him, baby, I'm a job, you need to get clocked in. She next level, eyes full of pride, she won't settle. No brakes, so she hit the road, foot to the pedal. No days off. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.